Hey everybody, you have found us all over Overland Podcast. Today we're going to talk about You'd Overland That? And we're going to talk a little bit about what we've got going on with Overland Radio and a few other fun things that are kind of going on. You know, more expo, stuff like that. April 8th, 9th, and 10th of 2022. Make sure that you're in Springfield, Missouri for the More Expo. It's going to be a blast. You can actually get your tickets at www.moreexpo.com and use all over 20 to get 20% off your ticket price. All right, if you're wild and crazy like me, you love art on your body. And if you love art on your body, you love trees because we're overlanders. Eh, you can be into all kinds of stuff. But if you're in the Oklahoma City area, make sure that you check out Tornado Tattoo. Josh has been a friend of mine since we were little, and he's a phenomenal artist, and he's the only person that I would let put ink on my body. Go check them out, www.tornadotattoo.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the All Over Overland Show. My name is Michael, and today we're going to talk about a few different things, but the main thing is, did you guys see the 240Z that I posted on my Instagram? That thing is beast. Like, that thing is so cool, it made me want it really bad. Like... That thing is unbelievably cool. So if you haven't seen it, go over to my Instagram and look at it. But I'll briefly tell you what it looks like. It has oversized tires. Probably has a little bit of a lift to it. It's got to have a lift to it. Um, And it has some bar work done to uh, the back hatch and maybe the top. And they've added like a high lift jack and, you know, some lights and... All kinds of stuff. It looks so badass. And it's one of my favorite cars of all time anyway. My mom had one whenever I was a little kid. I don't remember it. But everybody had, like, for years talked about it. You know, whenever I was old enough to kind of pay attention to what was being said and, you know, what the adults were talking about, a lot of people would say, I really liked that 240Z that you had. That thing was cool. It was a dark blue color. And it, I don't know if it's because it's a kind of a childhood car um, that I heard a bunch of stories about, if that's why I love it so much, or I don't know, you tell me, is it just that badass of a car? I think it's that badass of a car. Um, I think people are snatching them up right and left like crazy. In fact, the one that that I shared the picture of, I didn't actually take the picture, just so that you know. Um, and I can't remember who did because I was going to give him a shout out. But um, there's a place in Medill, Oklahoma. There's a company, can't remember the name of it, but there's a company or a guy that is collecting all kinds of 240, probably 260, but also, but 240Zs. Like, has a ton of them. And a lot of them are really nice. Um I heard a rumor it was the same guy that does all the Toyotas, uh, Cruiser Corps, I think is what it's called, in Oklahoma City. I heard it was the same same guy or a relative. 
Um, but anyway, these cars, you used to be able to find one for 400 bucks, and now you can't find a rusted out shit box without a motor for $4,500. Like, I saw one the other day, and uh, just, it's insane. But it brought me to kind of wonder, what's like um, a different type of vehicle that you think would be cool to convert to an overland adventure looking Mad Max, whatever you want to call it, vehicle that would be cool. Not just, not just, well, I have this, you know, old random piece of shit in the, you know, driveway. Let's, you know, chop it up. I'm not talking, you know, Gambler 500 or whatever, Grambler 500. I'm talking about like making it a legit, bomb-proof, actually well-built overland vehicle. Like, if you had the money to get that done or if you have the ability to do that, what would be something unusual and cool that you think would just make people's jaw drop? Kind of like that 240Z. And when you go see it, if you haven't already, you're going to know what I mean because your jaw drops. It is beautiful. Um. You know, there's a guy that's been doing it, and I think it's a 308 um, Ferrari GT. Uh, What is his name? Brian Makes Bad Decisions, I think, is his handle on Instagram. Um, Love to have him on the show. Reached out, but he probably gets a ton of messages, and he doesn't know who I am. Um, But he would be fun to have on the show um, just to talk about his experiences because he drove that thing, like, up to Canada. Um maybe even up to the furthest north part of North America. That I'm not 100% sold out on. But I know that he was up in Canada uh, doing some traveling, maybe Alaska. But, uh, but yeah, so he did it in a Ferrari, you know. And I've seen a picture of a Corvette that has some bar work done and um, stuff put onto it and... You know, Richard Rollins from um, Gas Monkey. <laughs> um, fun show, kind of annoying, but a fun show. He had a badass Mustang that was, I think, on 35s, you know, and had a spare tire on the the trunk lid. Um, you know, things like that. What What do you think would be cool that you'd just be like, damn, that's so super badass? The more unusual, I think, the better. Volvo made a two-door, I don't know what it's called, but a two-door, I don't know if you'd say it was a hatchback or a station wagon, even though it was only two-door, because it wasn't very long in the back, but it was it had a long nose to it, and it was kind of weird looking, but kind of cool looking at the same time, and I think it was pretty fast. If I remember correctly, some of the information on it, um, that they were, you know, a 160, 170 mile per hour uh, vehicle. And, I mean, we're talking 70s probably. Um, I don't think 60s, but 70s probably for sure. Uh, but it's a Volvo. I think that would be badass. And sorry, I don't know exactly what the name of the car is other than Volvo. Um, but, yeah, there's there's cars out there that would be really cool. Um, to be made into an overland vehicle, kind of not that you would mass produce it or that there's going to be a ton, there's going to be any parts for it. Everything would have to be custom. But I think that's what makes it kind of fun. There's a, there's a famous 
in our world, Volkswagen Bug that is tan, that has some, you know, black bumpers on it, and he has oversized tires, and it's made the rounds on social media many, a many time, and he takes that out and drives it. I saw a post that he actually has an air conditioner in it, which I was always wondering, but he has an air conditioner heater in it, so he stays comfortable. Um, and interesting, like on that build, they actually had to extend the axles out further. Well, the axles, the the joints. I don't know exactly how it's all pieced together, but they had to make the stance wider. So whatever they did to make the stance wider, was a lot of custom work that they had to do um, in order to fit the taller tires and have more uh, travel with each 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 at each uh, wheel at each suspension area. Um, because kind of like that was one of the problems with the Jeep Liberty that I had was that the, the, the middle of the front suspend or the front axle was solid. You know, you had your differential and you had, you know, the, the two things that stick out on each side. I'm not being very technical. I'm sorry. The casing, um, for the differential and the axles. And then you had the CV boots and all that kind of stuff sticking out. Well, you're, lower and and upper and lower control arms weren't very long and the cv i guess the cv isn't very long either and so in order to get more travel you'd have to make that longer and there wasn't anybody doing that there that wasn't even on the radar for a jeep liberty what i did to my jeep liberty is there's a few of them out there but it's not very common so you weren't going to get a lot of support for that Unlike the Frontier, which is not a very common vehicle also, but it's more common in over in off-roading and overlanding than a Jeep Liberty for sure. But they actually, Nissan was smart because they made it to where you could bolt the front, um, the whole front suspension and axe, all that stuff. Maybe it's just the suspension parts um, from a... Titan. So you get a full um, length vehicle, full size vehicle um, strength and durability. And you also extend it out a couple inches so you get more uh, travel and more articulation. And a lot of people are doing that. At first, I was kind of against it because it, you know, sticks the tires out, you know, quite a bit. Um, I thought it looked goofy for a while, but I don't think it's really all that bad. And and I don't know that that's the route that I'm going to take. But it it definitely beefens up your your suspension and would give me more articulation. And I'd be able to run bigger tires right off the bat just by doing that. And in the back end, you know, they do a lift and put some uh, spacers because it's wider in the front. You need it to be a little wider in the back also. So that's an option that I'll look at. But those are some of the struggles with a lot of these uncommon vehicles because, you know, they don't make any aftermarket off-road stuff for them. There's not any aftermarket off-road stuff for a Ferrari. That's for damn sure. Um, And I think basically he just went with, you know, more aggressive tires and uh, some storage stuff on the outside of it. But anyway... He took and wheeled the hell out of that thing, and it's awesome. There's a bunch of images on his Instagram. Again, I think it's Brian makes bad decisions, um, if I remember correctly. Um, 
But yeah, so what's a vehicle that you think would be kind of cool to do, to do something overlandy, adventure style conversion to for off-roading, you know, a little bit more ground clearance, you know, places to hold um, some products. I say products, you know, max tracks and that kind of stuff. Hold some gear. I think it'd be kind of fun. Also, on Tuesday, December 14th, which will be the very next Tuesday, since after this will go live, um, I'm going to have Adam from Step 22 gear on. I'm going to have Badass Burnett on. And I'm going to have our Overland Life on. Now, obviously, we've had Adam with Step 22 gear on before, but you might not... um, no badass Burnett or Overland, uh, our Overland life. Now, most likely you do because they have a ton of followers, but if you don't go check them out on Instagram and, uh, they're fun. We, Lee and I, when we got to Mountain West, um, we saw Adam and Adam said, Hey, I'm gonna have some people come help me. They're pretty cool. They're pretty dope. We're going to go camp by you. They're going to go camp by you because Adam stayed in a hotel, just full disclosure. Um, but these other wild and crazy people came and stayed next to us and we would sit by the campfire and talk and we had such a good time and I bonded with them and I was like, look, I want to have you guys on the show. Um, I'd like to have you guys on individually at some point, but I'd kind of like just all of us to hang out and talk, you know, and Adam was like, dude, I totally, that's what I want to do too. So uh, we're going to have everybody on on the 14th, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time it's going to be much like a campfire conversation. It's going to be a lot of shit talking. We're going to be doing some drinking. We're going to have fun. And I can't wait. So that'll be this Tuesday. Get on the Overland Radio Facebook page. Go and like um, that page. Um, and then be there at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesday, the 14th, to listen to us, to watch us, because there'll be video. And then you can ask us questions. We may or may not answer them. I don't know. Depends on how much we've had to drink and how how good Lee is paying attention to the chat because sometimes I get sucked in there and I get in the conversation and Lee has to say, hey, we have a question from Ashley or, you know, whoever. So speaking of Ashley, she's going to have her own show that's going to start on Wednesday, the 15th, on Overland Radio, a Women's Wednesday with Ashley Olham. She has a pretty badass black um, forerunner that kind of gets a lot of notoriety. It's pretty well known. And so she's going to do a show, and it's going to highlight and showcase women in overlanding. Um, it's not probably always going to be just women, but it'll definitely have a women a woman's perspective from it, which I think will be fun. And Ashley is a blast. One of the reasons why we, Lee and I reached out to her um, to do a show, because we've been talking about this for about a year, and trying to find the right fit was a little difficult, but Ashley matches our talk shittery uh, to each other. Um, she can handle it and dish it out, so we thought she might be a good fit. We'll have her pop on to the All Over Overland show every once in a while, and I might slide over and jump on her show you know, a couple times. Um, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good time. I think she's going to do great. I can't wait to start listening to that. And, uh, 
seeing what she has to to say and you know the shit show that her show will be because I'm sure it will be one just like ours and that's why we love her so make sure you check that out on Wednesday nights I think she's still going to do the eight o'clock time frame um I feel like the eight o'clock I'm about to sneeze maybe not I feel like the eight o'clock time frame is good because uh, people on people here in the central part of the United States, which is where a quite a quite a bit of our listeners and followers are at, um, it's the kids are kind of going to bed and everybody's settled and dinner's done. And on the uh, West Coast, people are home from work or getting home, and they can punch in and listen while they're headed home. And um, on the East Coast, those people stay up forever, so nine o'clock's not a big deal for them at all. Most of them. I got a lot of friends that live there and they're night owls. They're all, all the people on the East Coast stay up late. And maybe it's because of the time change stuff. You know, they kind of have to in a way because uh, games are at, you know, seven o'clock Central Standard Time. That means they're eight o'clock. You know, that whole deal. And they can last four hours. So it'll be super late for them a lot of times where it's really early on the West Coast. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait to, uh, to start listening to her um, show and kind of the direction she takes it. Um, pretty soon I'm going to have Chris Holloway with uh, more expo on the podcast. And that will get released probably later next week. Um, and we're going to talk about some stuff that's going on with the more expo. They've got a lot of exciting things that are happening you know, you've got the recovery room that Overland Attic is going to be putting on. You've got, um, you're going to get to ride some uh, electric bikes. I can't remember the name of the company, but he's going to fill me in on that. You're going to ride some electric bikes around. Um, there's just going to be a lot more to do. And it has, again, doubled in size. He said we are at 8,600 square feet. We're going to be at 72, 86, no, 86,000 square feet a vendor space. We're going to be at 172,000 square feet of vendor space for the More Expo in 2022. It's going to be April 9th and 10th. Going to be April 9th and 10th. And make sure you go to www.moreexpo.com to get your tickets. And if you want to save 20% on your tickets, use the code all over 20 and you will save 20% on your tickets for the 2022 More Expo. We've also, we're going to talk about uh, Shmore to More and how that's going to be a little different and I think 150% better than, than it was. I think it was a good time before, but it's going to change quite a bit. Um, you know, the groups were starting to get too big. So it's going to be able to, you're going to be able to go um, individually or in a group of your your, your own um, that you get together, but there's going to be a mapping system and there's going to be uh, some checkpoints and stuff like that that you're going to need to do. So um, if you want to, um, or you can just drive the ride the trail. But I think what he has planned for that is going to be like nothing else we've heard of for an expo. So I think it's going to be pretty damn awesome. Cannot wait. I've got some good friends that are going to be there. Of course, it's, you know, doubled in size again. Um, he keeps doing this doubling in size thing. I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to have to like buy land out somewhere and, you know, do it. But, uh, but good things going there. 
Always a good time. We'll be there going live as always. We went live a bunch last time and it was a blast and met a whole bunch of people. And I can't wait. I think it's going to be a good time. Again, that's April 8th, 9th, and 10th. Go to www.moreexpo.com to get those tickets. Um, yeah, I don't know when I'm going to get my tattoo updated. Josh isn't feeling well, so he's been sick like all week. And uh, and we didn't have, we don't have necessarily a time to get me in. I usually all come in probably after hours anyway. But, uh, but we're going to do some more work on this, get some more of the tattoo going. And super excited about that. And so look forward to that. Always a good time. I'm always up for more art on my body. I think it's cool. I like it. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I enjoy it. And I like it. So I'm going to keep doing it. Other than that, you know, nothing else really going on. I don't have any plans to do really any camping the rest of the year, I don't think. Um, it's been crazy. I, I wish I'd been able to do it the last couple of weeks because the weather has been really nice in Oklahoma. Like, like spring or early fall. You know, it's been in the 70s and it's just been pretty nice outside. But that feels like it's about to change. We got a cold front, I think, moving in and the wind's kicked up. The dust, the sky's brown with all the dust in it. So we'll see what happens there. So anyway, make sure that you comment on my Facebook page, which where this will be displayed at. And you can always catch it on all the other podcasts. But on my Facebook page, I always put a shout out to my podcast. And uh, the question will be, what is an unusual overland vehicle or an unusual vehicle for overland? I'll word it in a good way. Uh, but you know what I mean. A crazy kind of unusual vehicle that you think would be fun to make a overland vehicle out of that most people would be like, what? You're going to overland that? Maybe that's what I call it. You're going to overland that? Yep, that's the name. It's going to be the name of the podcast and the question I'm going to ask. You guys are always awesome. I appreciate you so much. Make sure that you, if you haven't checked in, Check in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time at the Overland Radio Facebook page because you can hear us, see us, and comment. Yes, you get to talk to us while we are live on the radio thing. And uh, yeah, check us out every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I want to give a quick shout out to a couple other people that have been super helpful. Midland Radio, um, they sent... Lee and I both, New Midland Radios that we're getting to check out. That has not been released yet, so we can't say what it is. But super excited. I think it's going to blow people's minds. Uh, it's uh, it's a beast. So, yeah, that's kind of fun. I'll have pictures and videos and updates about that when I'm allowed to. I'm not allowed to yet. Got to keep my mouth shut. Mountain Hatch, love you guys. Um, I It's one of my favorite upgrades to my truck is the Mountain Hatch uh, table, tailgate table. I love it. Love it to death. Like, I use that thing all the time. I even like sitting behind it and having my laptop on there and doing some work outside. Um, I've taken pictures doing that. It's kind of fun. I kind of like it. And I couldn't do it with the other bed because, you know, it was it just, I don't know. I don't know why they made them with all those curvy bumps on it. But uh, 
Makes a lot of sense. You got some cup holders and they've got other products. Make sure that you go check them out. Mountain Hatch USA. Not to be confused by a fake Mountain Hatch account out there. I was confused by it once. I tagged them and should have tagged. I don't know. I didn't know there was a fake one out there. So um, that was my bad that time. And Diode Dynamics, Lee loves those lights. Um, I think I might be getting his set of lights because I think he's going to upgrade. And uh, I might be getting his set of lights, which that would be awesome. And, of course, Opus Trailers. You know, I get to stay in them all the time. Lee works with them. I got to, you know, talk about them to people at the more, uh, not the more Expo, at the, uh, what was that? The Overland Expo Mountain West. Um, I got to go up there. I got to pull the trailer up there. And, uh, and while I was doing the, the radio and the all over Overland thing, I would come by and if they had a lot of people, I'd just jump in and start helping because I like doing that stuff. I love it. If you're a company and you need somebody to rep you at events, please let me know. That is uh, right up my alley and that's exactly what I would love to do. So yeah, think of me next time. Just give me a call. Well, you guys are awesome. Like I said, thank you so much. I hope that you guys have a wonderful day and hope to uh, talk to you soon. Hope you listen in on Tuesday, December 14th. It's going to be a good time with a crazy bunch of people. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And whatever you do, make sure that you go all over. 